I, I like finding power in things that kind of deem me powerless yeah. back in the day. So um, I usually just uh, pick from that. You're listening to Having a Chat, the show where we take interesting people with interesting tastes in music and talk to them about the music that they love. I'm Alex Spears, and this week on the show, we are chatting with 2020 Polaris Music Prize winner, Backwash. Backwash's music is dark and hard-hitting, combining hip-hop and metal with dark religious themes. She has picked an amazing set of songs for us, so we're very excited to have her with us to chat about some music. This is Having a Chat. We are recording, um, and again, thank you so much for for taking the time to chat with us. It's uh, it's a real honor, and also, congrats on uh, on winning the Polaris Prize. That's so crazy. It's awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, wow. I didn't expect it. Um, yeah. Still like surprised. <laughs> yeah. So much good content on yeah. that list. Um. So the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is you've uploaded your album and your latest ep up on bandcamp to download for free now that is that is uh, i think something that's relatively unique um because it's also not on any streaming services so what what motivated that decision um to just sort of i guess you could say give the album to the people uh are you a death grips fan i am Okay, okay. Do you know the situation that happened with ex-military? I did not, know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So uh, I was advised to take it down um, and just upload it up because of uh, a few uh, sample issues there. Okay, because you were sampling Death Grips? No, no, I was sampling just like, there are a lot of samples in there, and um, I guess... Not all of them are cleared, so right. I was advised, and yeah, I was advised to kind of like take it down because right. you know you can't really like make money off a project unless you have the rights to it. So right, right, right. So so it's more of like you know a legalistic thing rather than sort of you know yeah right yeah yeah but like like um. I had it up as pay what you can for some time right. on, on Bandcamp. And um, <laughs> I think uh, somebody had advised me and they were like, listen, uh, you've made this project. Um, it's okay to kind of like have it there for a price. Right. Because I, I thought, you know, I was in a state of, oh, I'm only going to sell something unless like, I'm like really satisfied with the product, you know, right. but if somebody buys it and they're not satisfied, but it's like, if you, if you do that, you never, for me, for my sake, from my perspective, I would never like have anything for sale. Cause I'm always like, you know, right. saying, you know, this one's not the one, this one's not ready. So, um, yeah. So, you know, somebody had to like sit me down and say, it's okay to actually do this. And I was like, all right, yeah. so I put it up for a bit. And then, you know, after the Gattis, after we evaluated and saw like 
you know, there are a few legal things there. Um, we decided to kind of like take it down, but I still wanted to have it up for everybody. So I just put it up for free. Yeah. I mean, so, so it sounds like you're a bit of a perfectionist. Like, so how does that, how does your being a perfectionist balance against winning like the most coveted prize in Canadian music? Like, you know, if you like, is getting that prize kind of a way, a reminder for you to kind of let down your anxiety about that a little bit, or, or do you still kind of reflect on it, wishing that you had changed this or done this or done that? Um, you know what? I, um, I would say I'm not even that much of a perfectionist. Right. I would say, um, you know, I still find ways just to critique myself. Right. But, you know, once a project is out, it's like, it's like out. It's not like, yeah. you, know, you know, remember when Kanye was releasing uh, Life of Pablo and he had like six or seven iterations? Right. <laughs> Every, yeah, it's not, it's not like that. It's like me, once a project is out, it's out. Yeah, but you know it's a bit of pressure to kind of, um, you know, follow up the project and maintain the same quality, right? Um, as as previous, and you know that 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 itself is also something that I'm trying to you know get out of because in in, in the perfect world, I would just say okay, that project is done. Let's move on to the next right. project. Now it's like there's a pressure of oh, how are you going to follow this one up, you know, right. when it shouldn't be because, you know, I'm still like DUI and independent. And right. the idea of this is that I should be able to make music and release it how I want without coming to like other pressure, you know? So Yeah, of course. So it's, it's a weird time. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, so the, fir the first song of yours, um, so the way the show works is we're, we're going to listen to one of your tunes, then we're going to listen to the songs that you picked, and then we're going to listen to another one of your tunes at the end. Um, so the first song that I wanted to talk to you about is Spells. Um, yeah. what, uh, what's this song about? It's, uh, it's, it's got like, it's like asking existential questions. Um, right. So... It's, 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 it's feeling detached, coming, kind of dissociative, um, feeling depressed, and being here with an existential crisis in the middle of that. Right. Um, so I guess, um, you know, ha having Debbie for the hook just made sense because Debbie's, Debbie's hook is just so, you know, it's, it's, it's so beautiful, but it's also right. so menacing. Yeah. So um, putting the lyrics down with just, a, you know, being in a state where, you know, where like nothing matters at all, and you're like questioning it because you're yeah. like that depressed, essentially. Right. right. Yeah. So I mean, and and my understanding is that you know the bulk of your songs contain very personal material, just sort of you know describing your life story and 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 sort of things that you've gone through. And and something that I'm always interested in understanding with artists who write so from such a personal point of view is you know, my understanding is that that can be very, very draining. Um, so how do yeah. you, how do you like emotionally draining? So how do you write so personally while and all, and at the same time prevent it from taking a toll on you? Um, space it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's usually the best way. Just like space it out when you're ready to write, when you're ready to write. And when you're not ready to write, don't do it. Cause you don't want to reach a situation where you're forcing it. Right. Yeah. If um if if you if you're not feeling like a certain type of track and 
you know, you want to just write it and put it out. I guess you can do that. But from my perspective, I have to be really into the song right. for me um, to, to, to actually want to do it. And, you know, sometimes it was a situation of, oh, this is really bothering me. I should probably, you know, maybe just write it down and put it on song. Right. And you know, that, that's how it came out. But another aspect is of I have this personal stories and I want them to get out, you know. And, um, yeah, I, I guess those are the two ways I would approach that. This, yeah. uh, from a personal story perspective and have a lot of things in my mind that I need to write about. Yeah. And, like, do you – because some, something that I always find interesting is, like, people – there are some people who – find that writing songs is the way for them to express those stories it's it's like the way for them to kind of get real and get personal is is that the case for you like is songwriting kind of your primary outlet or do you are, are you sort of open and sharing plenty of stories outside of your songwriting yeah yeah i think it's um i think it acts as an, like an outlet um because um when i wrote the when i when i wrote the when I wrote the, the lyrics, I guess it was the first time some of those, I guess, ideas came out of my mouth. Like, you know, the deep thoughts. So you'd have them right. in your mind, but you never actually say them because you'd be afraid to like alarm people. So, um, you know, being the first time hearing it, like during the writing and during saying, and during the rapping and during saying your verses, it, it's, it was kind of, you know, like, oh shit, like I really, I really do feel like this. Right. So, yeah. So, um, it's it's been a I guess great outlet, but um, you know, I think I don't know. I don't know how my career trajectory is gonna go, but hopefully, um, I'm not like a tortured artist. Right. Of being like a tortured artist, because I don't think that's like healthy. But yeah, you know, art manifests itself in so many different ways. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 you know, and I think you can only be a tortured artist for so long, right? I mean, hopefully yeah. at the end, you sort of come out on the other side of it. Yeah, you know, you, there's, um, what do you call this? Uh, DMX's album, no, not DMX, sorry, Red Man's album. Yeah. Um, is, what's this? There is a dark side. You know, Red Man never goes back to that because he says he was in a very, very bad place when that album dropped. Yeah. And, um with the you know next albums, uh, you can tell that you know the tone of his albums changed a bit. But mm -hmm. you know, you know, I don't, I don't really see myself like having that trajectory or saying right. oh, I don't want to make another album like that because I was in a very dark place. Um, I think I kind of, I think I'm most comfortable when I'm right in from those places. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't you don't see yourself like you know a couple albums from now turning around and you know just doing like sort of cheesy pop rap or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like featuring the baby or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, rem <laughs> it reminds me of like of um of like the third Batman movie where Bane is talking about you know how he's just like most comfortable with the darkness. Like if that's if that's what works for you, then that's what works for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, sometimes, you know, the darkness is um, underrated. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think um, 
sometimes there's nothing wrong with the darkness as long as you recognize that it's uh, there. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, all right, so um, you picked some a great selection of songs for us, um, and many of them I have not heard of, which is actually awesome. Like that's one of the I always love when I get a list of songs from our guests that I've not listened to before, because one of the best things about the show for me is getting to discover new artists. So um, Moody Black with Jesus Bound. Yeah. If you were, you know. I've never heard of Moody Black before. How do you, if you're trying to convince me to listen to this song, what do you tell me? Um, think of, you know, um, you know, just like a, whim, a woman rapping over this extremely noisy hip hop beat. It's like, right. um, you know, it's like taking what, what Dalek did and, you know, turn it up to like the, 16th and just having these like you know really really dope bars over it um mm -hmm. you know the whole album is incredible and uh you know jesus bound is one of my favorite songs from there so if you like industrial hip-hop if you like noise music you know if you, if you like noise hip-hop um i would give um you know moody black a go for this yeah. it's an extremely incredible album. cool
All right, so and then next next on the list is uh, is Danny Brown. I am a huge Danny Brown fan. Okay. I I've I've seen him in concert like several times. I remember, you know, I, I've been listening to him since I was in high school. He's fantastic. What do you what do you like about Danny Brown? Um, you know, Danny Brown. You know, I'll just go back to um, like the, just the quality of like the Danny, Danny Brown discography. Yeah, and. You know, just how he's able to sound so expressive mm-hmm. with different tones of his voices, you know, because yeah. you know, sometimes it's like a scary deep tone. Sometimes he sounds so cold. Um, you know, the, the, of atrocity exhibition, you know, tell me what I don't know. You know, the mm-hmm. first time I thought, I was like, who's this dude? You know, because yeah. I never thought it was Danny Brown. It's actually Danny Brown. It's yeah. like his voice is so dynamic. You know, the content, again, is so cathartic. 
Yeah. Like you can, you can, you can, you can actually tell Daniel Brown's story through like the whole discography, and just like you know, being able to, just being able to like sit, to just sit down with the the marvel that is Atrocity Exhibition, which in my opinion is the greatest album ever created, mm. and you know, just being able to soak that in and say, yeah, Danny Brown and Paul White did that. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a huge fan of just like the whole demeanor and um, Danny Brown can like rap on anything essentially yeah. but I always go back to when it rains from a trusty exhibition you know right. not a lot of people would say yo give me a Detroit techno beat so that I can rap on yeah. not a lot of people would say that but he did that you know yeah. and it sounds so dope ain't it funny from a trusty exhibition literally sounds like you know, the soundtrack to an old Batman cartoon, yeah. you know, or the Scooby Doo cartoon, but, you know, Danny Brown's rapping it and it sounds extremely dope. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just like a huge fan of like how creative it is and how cathartic yeah. it is, just how dope it is, and just like how talented, you know, Danny is and just like how expressive he is, you know, yeah. so. Street smart, PhD, dropped out for a slanging degree. Not on me, keep the doubles off me Cause we was living in hell, couldn't afford property Little nigga getting fronted from OGs OZ or Reggie bagged up in the pelly In the school hallway on the burnout celly Leaving out of class early, caught a cell for 20 How long will it last? Never ending race Chasing cash, one lane going wrong way till I crash Teacher find my sack going nowhere fast Tell me what I don't know Last night homie got killed at the liquor store Shot my nigga on the way to get a swisher Breaking down the weed when the call got received We were so ambitious All we really wanted was New Jordan and some bitches Flashing bankrolls in the club taking pictures Thinking we was grown men, really love niggas Jumping dope fiends, that's owing us with credit Taking turns, catching sales, things copacetic Slice your tomato with your oars for the lettuce Running through the sack of D, sort of like Jerome Bettis Naive to the outcome Hook hit the block, hit the stash, and they found some. Block is all love for a bag of some pistols. Now we in the county writing letters, I miss you. Tell me what I don't know. Look, Ray came through, kicking down the front door. Now we face a judge, got us sitting up in court. Gave us all probation, now we smoke new ports. Tell me what I don't know. Look, Ray came through, kicking down the front door. Now we face a judge, got us sitting up in court. Gave us all probation, now we smoke new ports. Tell me what I don't know. 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 And we were so gone, ho. Where the nigga up like he forgot his poncho on the block all day, chasing that cilantro, hook ray, chasing niggas, hoping that they find dope. Shit is like a cycle. You get out, I go in, this is not the life of us. Shit is like a cycle. You get out, I go in, this is not the life of us. Tell me what I don't know. Last night, homie got killed at the liquor store. Shot my nigga on the way to get a swish and break it on the weed when the call got received. Tell me what I don't know. Look, Ray came through, kicking down the front door. Now we face a judge, got us sitting up the court, gave us all probation. Now we smoke new boards. Tell me what I don't know. 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 Don't know. Don't know. All right, so next up is uh, is JPEG Mafia um, with Baby I'm Bleeding, yeah. um, another artist that I have not heard of. Um, what do you like about JPEG Mafia? Oh, JPEG, you know, 
JPEG is is the type of uh, you know the type of MC and producer you know who you know if if you if you're doing hip hop by the book, um, there's a lot of stuff that he does that mm-hmm. is kind of out there like out of the book because you know right. the production is so chaotic, mm-hmm. the song structures are so chaotic, the lyrics you know are 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 very personal and political. Right. And he essentially does everything that you're telling him not to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the, the 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 album veteran sounds like, you know, it, it, it this the songs sound as if they go hooks. Right. You know, that they are like really catchy and the sound as if they go hooks. You know, but I went back and I was like, you notice that there are not a lot of hooks on this album? Like, yeah. not really. Like, no. I don't, I don't really hear a lot of hooks, but it sounds like it's got hooks, and right. I think that's like so dope. And Veteran is one of my uh, favorite albums because of that, just because of, you know, it's just a beautiful chaotic, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful chaotic uh, project uh, right. essentially. Yeah, I mean, and so I'm, I'm interested in like because because you, you said like it just goes not so not by the book. And, yeah. and and I feel like genres kind of have like an arc to them where, you know, someone comes out of nowhere and starts completely shaking it up. And then eventually yeah. that becomes the norm. And then people then start pushing against that. Where do you kind of see hip hop right now? And where do you see yourself in that? Um, I, I like to think, I guess, according, I'm not really sure by my self-perception, but according to other people, I'm like, I guess, you know, kind of like a good intersection between like metal and, and, and hip hop. Right. And, uh, you know, I kind of like that as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's also a bit of horrorcore in there. Right. Um, Clipping, Clipping, you know, just released the horrorcore album, which is also pretty dope. Um, yeah. So I like to think I'm like a, like a good intersection of like you know hip-hop fused with like uh you know heavier genres Looking like a 
Friday for my masters, nigga. Fuck these niggas. Fuck these niggas. It's ironic you press for a cooking. It's ironic you talk jail time, but you ain't never seen no central booking. Yeah. It's ironic you hang with a nigga that beat women and have the nerve to call yourself a girl pushing. Wow. You ain't real. Gerard. I'll show you how I really feel. White boy better put his hands up. I'm ready. And I'm getting wilder. Shout out to Deontay. Country niggas booming Peggy. I'm the new Beyonce. Devil on my entree. Cut like Dante. Promise I will never go blonde like Kanye. Hold up. Promise I will never go blonde like Kanye. Got so many styles. They should call me Peggy AJ. When I hit the stage, niggas know it's a payday. Tell your bitch come here like I work for Midway, nigga. Like fire. Yeah, for real. All right, so so you just mentioned them clipping pain yeah. every day. Uh, what do you like about this tune? Oh, this is extremely loud. Um, okay, so clipping have been you know people who have been listening to for a long time because I know a lot of you know horrible artists and clipping do a little a lot of horrible you know hip hop. Right. But you know, the, the twist with it is it's not just horrible over like, you know, dusty boom bat beats. This is, you know, horrible mixed with field recordings and and noise music and dark ambient music and right. you know all of this wild other genres and you have like such a talented MC such as David Dix right. rapping over these and it just sounds incredible. I think, you know, the, the previous album they released is, you know, probably one of my favorite albums of the year. And um, it's um, just remarkable. At, at, and they released this, um, they released this a year after they released their previous project, you know? Right. So um, I'm, I'm just enamored at, at how good they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's incredible being able to do so much experimentation and you know just put it out for everybody to listen is is, is remarkable. Death wasn't really the worst part. Time spent floating above is body done. That's when the hurts start. They call it passing. That's not it. They lying. Fuck them altars and headstones. They think all them flowers for can't smell nothing. You just bones. Little less every hour, so that must be real nice crossing the earth marks. And when everything began, that scars looking like birthmarks. Take for granted they freestand, and y'all should grab one right by the dream space. Make one scream until she pray. Make one run until he dead. Make one break until they leave. The body hurts, see the body gone, so who body make up for all the wrongs done? songs while your body rock well fuck it come on they gotta pay chase the dreamer chase the dreamer fuck it up shake the dreamer shake the dreamer wake it up and that will make the dreamer hate the dreamer cut it up break the dreamer wake the demon run it up then you can get into the head but they try to make sense of sense of start they cease let them know the day is levitating just ahead and it best not slip just because you bled out doesn't mean you ever left and that's that shit everyone is scared and they're telling all their secrets don't that sound like snitch behavior snitch behavior zip it up 
Lick it up. That tastes like wishes made by twisted prayers. Rip it up. Slip the vision, lips the savior. Get the guts. Then you will grab one right by the dream space. Make one scream until she pray. Make one run until he dead. Make one break until they leave. The body hurts. See, the body gone. So who body make up for all the wrongs done to bodies? They keep singing their songs while your body rock. Well, fuck it. Come on. They gotta pay. All the living sweat in the afterlife. But ain't nothing afterlife but the pain from the way you died. And something reminiscent of hunger. But if you had a stomach only satiated by making somebody run. See that? To the edge of the screen in the video. Hear that? Hissing way in the back of the track. Be that. You could live in the glitch of the digital. They fear that. They should fear that. They gon' fear that. You are here forever, here forever. Fuck it up. Miss the moment and it's never gonna come. You stuck, so make the most. You make the omens. Leave the gun. Watch the mortals blow their brains out. That was fun. That's why you grab one right by the dream space. Make one scream until she pray. Make one run until he dead. Make one break until they leave. The body hurts. See, the body gone. So who body make up for all the wrongs done to bodies? They keep singing their songs while your body rot. Well, fuck it. Come on. They gotta pay. All right, so so um, next up, we're going to get into black dresses. We're going to listen to some, you know, it's our part of our Canadian content segment. Um, Peaceful as hell, uh, the song "Creep." What uh, what can you tell us about black dresses? Black dresses, uh, greatest band ever. Um, I like the way I, li- I like the the songwriting. First, writing songs, as well as um, you know, the production is incredible, and it's just like them together is like a testament of you know friendship, right? And um, you know, also so much experimentation and aggressiveness within such a happy, happy, <laughs> happy, right. happy uh, project. If you're looking for something like peaceful as hell, and uh, probably one of the best uses of distortion. Uh, I've heard in a while, and um, you know they complement each other so well mm-hmm. that I mean I'm always like a different fan, and you know it's a shame um, that they're not, they're not that they dis- disbanded. But you know one of my favorite bands of all time, incredible. Yeah. So I, I love songs that you know. And it's funny we were just talking. We we did another interview earlier today, um, and we were actually we were talking about these songs that sort of blend kind of happy sounds with really really dark lyrics um and and it's it's always it's always fascinated me that people are able to do that and then you can kind of listen to it and not even notice what the song's really talking about um like yeah and obviously you know 
your music is is very very dark and intense would you ever stray into like a happier song like you know happier melody while still maintaining the sort of the seriousness and the depth of the lyrics um i i guess i'm not really sure right yeah fair <laughs> enough i'm not really sure I was, uh, yeah i was reading about like you know edgar Allan poe right and you know just like the type of stuff that he was doing i think this is my comfort zone and i like working in the space yeah i don't really see myself I don't know. I don't really see myself making like a happy song. Like I wouldn't right. do like a, like a Pharrell, you know, right. like totally like uh, forget all your troubles and just like dance to the song. Kind right, of right, right. I think that's a bit too much. So I suppose what I'm like envisioning. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really see it. Well, so, yeah, like, I, I think what I'm envisioning is more like, say, the music of a Pharrell song but with like really, really dark and heavy lyrics over top. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. You have to see. <laughs>
Last up, we're going to listen to a song from your latest EP, um, and I'm we're going to listen to Psalms 23. And I went to a religious school growing up, so I am familiar with this yeah. psalm: "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." You know, I've I've sung that many times in different various and assorted hymns. Um, so it was cool to see that this was the title. But I wanted to talk to you about like the religious themes in your music and you know, unless I'm completely off, the album art of this EP has some religious imagery. I mean, you would appear to be wearing a crown of thorns. Um, yeah. You know, God is invoked in the title of your album. What, yeah. uh, and perhaps this is a personal question, but what is your relationship like with religion to the extent that it plays such a huge role in the in the music, or at least it would appear to? Um, I guess I grew up, in a very religious household right um so um you know it kind of kept me from expressing myself right. the way that i wanted to so this is kind of i usually like to use a religious imagery because I, I feel like i'm turning it on his head a bit for right. you know the experiences that i had with it so um um the uh, stigmata um you know the ep mm-hmm kind of um, turning that to its extreme as well, because right. they are more uh, blatant, you know, Bible mythos, uh, right. you know, references, as well as, um, I guess, three of the instrumentals, apart from the Johnny Void one, uh, all sample uh, Christian, you know, death and black metal. Right. Um, so it was, uh, I guess it was a situation of, I like finding power in things that kind of deem me powerless yeah. back in the day. So um, I usually just uh, pick from that. Yeah. And it's really cool. I mean, like you, it seems like you're, you're almost just like reclaiming it. Like you're, you're taking this thing that was perhaps, you know, sort of had all this negative sentiment throughout your life and, and now it's yours. Like now, now yeah. it's like to hell with that. This is, this is my thing. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and and what, how does that manifest in the title of your album? God has nothing to do with it. Leave him out of it. Like, what is what was the is that is that inspiration more or less just what you described? Where it's just like, hey, like not here. Um, and then how do you sort of go from that into a an album with Christian imagery? Um, so uh, God has nothing to do with it. Leave him out of it was. Uh, inspired by uh, a line from the movie Veronica, which is a horror movie right. about um, uh, uh, what's this, uh, essentially uh, this this girl who is turning around with uh, a lot of occult, right. uh, I guess, uh, literature and ends up summoning an evil spirit uh, from the other dimension. 
Right. So she goes to a nun for help, and the nun says, you know, God has nothing to do with this, leave him out of it. And I already knew the themes of the album uh, when I was making it, when I started making it in the early stages, and that line resonated so much with me that I, you know, decided to, um, decided to, you know, title it as my uh, album name, uh, right. essentially. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, so before we before we wrap up, we always like to give our guests a chance to plug what you've got going on, where people can check you out, what they can expect to hear from you. Uh, what what can you what can you tell the people about uh, where they can find your stuff? Yeah, so you can find my stuff uh, probably like on Bandcamp. Um, that's uh, probably the best uh, place to find it. Backwashthebandcamp.com. Um, as for other stuff that I have going on, I until like next year, I don't think I have right. going on. So you just won the Polaris Prize, so you you you've earned uh, you've earned some time off, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. I agree. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. All right, thanks very much to Backwash for joining us this week. As always, you can find full episodes of this show wherever you get your podcasts or at havingachat.com. The show is produced by myself and Hillary Johnson, and all social media and marketing materials are done by Petra Walker, so don't forget to check us out on social media at havingachat. Theme music for the show is done by Duncan Briggs and Sugar Glass. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to drop us a rating. It really helps us out. And uh, to wrap up this week's show, this is Backwash with Psalms 23. Like it's raining glass, ho Florida man, I'll eat your face You can eat my asshole
yay. Though I walk through the valley, they can't harm me. Firearms on both my arms, got more arms than the army. Yeah, though I walk through the valley, they can't harm me. Firearms on both my arms, got more arms than the army.